Hello there, everyone. Welcome to Digital Nomad Mastery, the podcast and a video cast where we teach you how to make money while traveling more than Philippines, about six hours north of Manila in a city called San Fernando. And uh, we're visiting um, my mom. Uh, my wife check out our blog with a lot of pictures, videos, blog posts, social media posts, uh, all about our trip here to the northern Philippines. But unfortunately, not very good Wi-Fi. So a quick little story before we start this show. Uh, it took me about an hour to get on to this. <laughs> and being, I could only do email and social media, no video and audio streaming. Then I went to a cafe. The cafe says, yes, we have internet. I was like, yes, we're Wi-Fi, but it's not working properly. I'm like, oh, man. So then I was like, what should we do? And he told me to go to this internet cafe. Watching, listening into the YouTubers. But I'll show you where we are. So this is a whole bunch of Filipino teenagers playing video. It's probably about here. And they're all full. And I'm here in a little corner doing podcast interviews. So, hey, uh, you know, right, story just to get online and do these podcast interviews, do my coaching calls, and find good Wi-Fi. The story of the digital uh, nomad life. Digital nomad houses. <laughs> digital nomad houses and uh, internet cafe seems to be good. Hotels, hostels. In the middle of the capital, much better internet. Here in the provinces, uh, not as good. So let's get the show uh, rolling here. I have a very doing. I'm doing a series with our guest today called Before, During, and After. And uh, I did an interview with almost New Zealand. And uh, she was sharing all about her fears, doubts, insecurities, but also her excitement and uh, uh, anticipation of the trip. And in New Zealand, in Christchurch, she's about to fly out to Vancouver tomorrow. So we caught her right before she flew out. And then uh, we'll actually interview her after. Put together before, during, and after. And Kara's a good friend of mine. I've known her for many years in Vancouver, BC, Canada. And, and uh, it's such a joy and a pleasure. Uh, what to do and see in New Zealand. So if you've never been in New Zealand, you're in for a treat. Uh, it's one of my favorite countries in the world. I spent two months, uh, 10 years ago, I spent Christmas and New Year's, Christmas in Christchurch, where you are, and New Year's in Dunedin, which is a little bit south, and we spent uh, New Year's fireworks in the means. Welcome to the show. How are you doing today in beautiful Christchurch, New Zealand today? Hi, Ricky. I'm doing well, but I'm actually in Auckland. I just flew from uh, Christchurch to Auckland just about a couple of hours ago. Ah, okay, okay. I misunderstood where you were. I knew you, I knew you were in Christchurch. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. Yeah, I just landed in Auckland. Yeah, like a couple hours ago, and just chilling at the hostel here. Okay, there you go. You were in Christchurch last month. Very beautiful city. Uh, so, why don't we, uh, for the people who missed the uh, the first part, uh, why don't we quickly get a recap of? Uh, but a lot of our viewers and listeners don't know what's been happening with you over the last year. Oh, wow. So I, th I think we did that show or, or that interview about maybe last year, 2017. And I think I was talking about like um, 
some of my fears around uh, giving up my apartment and going to New Zealand long term and what, like what would happen if I like didn't have a like run out of money or something right and it was just like a big like a big step for me to come to New Zealand and and uh, yeah but um now it's I'm I've done the trip I've been here for three months in New Zealand and I just absolutely so happy what that I made this this big step to come here and uh, it's absolutely a breathtaking country and so beautiful and so many like great sights and beautiful people here so I'm absolutely happy that, that I made this choice to come here and despite my fear proud of you congratulations for following your dreams and uh, not just creating your dreams but actually achieving them and uh, so I'd love to hear a little bit about the emotions uh, we're gonna get into like the travel kind of uh, what you've learned and all but I uh, uh, we talked about in the last interview all about your fears self-doubts uh, confusion anxiety but also the good stuff like excitement uh, Walk leaving in New Zealand, how did it feel and now how does it feel? How does it feel to be here? Yes, how does it feel now? How are you feeling emotionally, mentally, spiritually, uh, in your heart? Well, I would say, um, like, spiritually, I'm feeling very quite alive. It's a, like, um, I have a all throughout my time in New Zealand, I've stayed with mostly Kiwi hosts and, and a lot of them have been Christians and just like been beautiful people and got to experience the church here. And, and, um, emotionally I'm feeling, yeah, there's been some ups and downs and there's been some days where I've been like, really like on the cloud nine, you know, like really like, like amazed, amazed and everything. But there's been, you know, there, there were some challenges and times when my emotions were low and, kind of feeling like I was going through challenges and stuff, right? And But overall, I feel this sense of uh, accomplishment, and I'm just, I feel very proud of myself for doing this trip and coming here and, you know, um, kind of like, you know, giving up my, my apartment and things that were holding me back in Vancouver. Like, And um, so it's just a real sense of um, just uh, confidence and, just feeling really happy with myself and I think that's why we travel to conquer things and yeah so uh, by the way too there is some internet lag and delay so apologies two different cities, two different countries, so uh, unfortunately we don't have the perfect Wi-Fi, so apologies about that. Um, so, you know, uh, you know, having these big dreams, especially as a solo female who wants to travel to that side of the world, they might have uh, mental health kind of issues, like uh, you have talked about earlier, watching right now, who want to do it, but they're full of fear and self-doubt. What would I say to people that you know they're, they're battling with their own mental health issues, but they want to travel? Yes, that's right. Okay, well, I'd say like um, first and foremost, just um, 
if you're seeing like a counselor or a doctor or anything, just talk it over with them and um, make a, make a plan. And, and I definitely think like having, having like a plan in place is really important. Like, like uh, staying in touch with, like I, I know I stayed in touch with my, um, my team, my mental health team back in Vancouver in North Vancouver. And that was really helpful for me. I, I talk with them every two weeks and, and, um, and just keeping on top of my medications too. And, and doing self care. Like one night when I was on the bus tour around, uh, around the South Island, I stayed in a private room. I was staying in all dorms, but, um, I stayed in a private room just to like help me kind of like, you know, recoup and rest and everything. And, yeah, so this, I would just say self-care, and, um, yeah, so, and what you can do to prepare yourself to go on a trip is just, um, yeah, just um, making lists and, um, like, saving up the money and and taking action. Ricky, we talked a lot about taking action, right, like, doing small steps each and every day to get closer to your goal to go, to go on the trip. And because going on a trip can be like a big, like going on a trip, it can be like a big, like abstract thing. Right. But like making those, taking those action steps to go forward despite your fears or despite your, your, your illness or whatever it is you're struggling with. Yeah. And um, knowing your limits too and going for that. And yeah. So that's, that's definitely what I would say to anyone that, you know, with maybe with depression or anxiety or any other, just talking, talk to your mental health team first, talk to your doctor, counselor, whoever. And uh, I'm sure that travel itself is quite therapeutic. I've gone through some depression back in Vancouver and even on the area. So I'm just like, there's not many events, activities. So I, I come through my downtimes too. And, you know, it's all part of life. You never going to have 100% positive happen a superhero or something. I'm sure even Iron Man and, uh, you know, Captain America have the downtimes too. So if they can have a downtime, so can we. Uh, so uh, what are talking about your trip? Uh, so tell us about when did you arrive and how long have you been in New Zealand? And uh, maybe first we'll uh, arrive in New Zealand. What, what places and how have you traveled around? Okay, so um, when I first came to New Zealand, I landed in Auckland, and um, I had family friends up in just the West Auckland in a place called Kumiu, so I stayed with them for a little while just to get over jet lag and and just lovely people. Yeah, they, they were very hospitable and everything, and then I ended up going to Auckland and staying in, in the city center because Auckland is actually quite really spread out. It's a huge city, right? Biggest city in New Zealand, so... And, from um, my family friends, I went to stay in the city center of Auckland, and and then from Auckland, I went over to the Bay of Plenty to Tauranga, and I ended up uh, finding work there for a little bit. Yeah, so, so I, I stayed. My um, my friend Nikki, her parents hosted me, and that was really lovely because they were just so hospitable and kind and kind of like took care of me in my time in New Zealand and and then but unfortunately my job fell through after a few weeks in Tauranga so I ended up going to Wellington from there 
and I had met some uh, a couple of guys at this conference I went to in Taranga and my friend Tim he was like well, if you're ever in Wellington give me a, give me a message on Facebook and um I will uh, host you so I ended up um going over to Wellington and spending time in Wellington for a while and yeah that I love that city and and so basically I I did the the North Island in the very like uh I kind of like saw it through local eyes, like through the locals and um, yeah, like kind of was hosted by different, different people in the, in the cities I went to. And, um, and then finally at, at the end, towards the end, like 10 days ago from now, I'm like, I'm going to go on a bus tour. So I went on a bus tour of the South Island. So I kind of so had the best of both worlds. So I, ha I kind of had the uh, like the local experience, like like seeing it through the local eyes and everything, seeing it local Kiwis, and, and then I had the um, experience of the tour doing all the touristy things on the South Island. So it was kind of interesting that way. Awesome, awesome. So for me, when I was in New one month in the North Island. And I actually uh, traveled with a company called Kiwi Express. Hop on up, our backpacker. Buddy, uh, actually, Fodius. We traveled together through the whole South Island, made a loop. Uh, and we also even uh, took a ferry to Stewart Island. Uh, we can see the... Uh, just local buses. A lot of ways to use... A rental car, the transport cars with some backpackers, and uh, buy a car even, or uh, you can do Kiwi. Hitchhiking is quite um, So tell us how you, South Island, but uh, tell us about all the ways. Yeah, like how did I get around? Yeah, oh man, I did so many different ways of getting around. I would I use the um intercity buses. That's like their bus company. And then when I was in Tauranga, my friend my friend my friend's Alyssa. Oh, Ricky, are you talking? Oh, okay. in South America for the last year, year and a bit. And now we're here in uh, Asia. But we're looking to spend maybe a So uh, one year South America, Central America, Latin America, one year Asia, and then one year circumstances like my wife's family's quite, uh, parents are quite sick, so we came here to invest time with them and to support them doing bring parents with health, uh, with money, finances. Uh, there's always a issue. So we're considering putting them in local school here, uh, and then we definitely want to do Africa next. That's a, a continent we haven't explored uh, much about our travels here on this podcast, uh, unless there's some Wi-Fi issues, and then we do. But uh, we are focused mainly on uh, our guests. I guess. So uh, just check if Kara's back. So Ricky, you were, you were asking like um, how I got around in New Zealand. Yes, yes, exactly. How did you get around? Oh, yes, go ahead. Well, so when I when I first got to um, Auckland, I used the 
like I use the intercity bus. That's the New Zealand's bus company. So I use the bus company to um, get from Auckland to Tauranga. But when I was in Auckland, I would, I would use the tra their transit system. So just like their, their train and their buses to get around. And then when I got to Tauranga, my friends Alyssa and Dave uh, lent me their car. So I actually had a car for a month. That was really cool. I um, drove around till I did the Coromandel Peninsula. And I went to like Hotwater Beach and um, Cathedral Cove. And I got to drive the windy road and with the car. And, and I got to drive on the left side of the road for the very first time. And that was so cool because I was a little bit afraid to do that. And that was a, a fear-conquering thing. So, um, yeah. And then, um, yeah, I just used the intercity buses to get from one after Like, after I had to give the car up because um, I was going to Wellington. So I, I gave the car back to my friends Lisa and Dave and to save some money and then yeah and after Wellington I ended up booking a bus tour with Stray Bus Company and that was kind of like sort of like the Kiwi experience it's a hop on hop off bus but I actually had like a like a set tour like you can do hop on hop off but there's also like a I had like a set tour where I paid for like my accommodation bus and activities and you could do some extra activities on top of it. So that was really cool. That, that was like, kind of like, I did like the, all the um, things where I like, like I was doing like the, the car and the bus, like the, just the regular bus system, but I had like, kind of like the, um, the tour company thing going too. So just a variety of different ways to get around. Sounds great, sounds great. And I, I like that you see and do. Uh, so what were some of your uh, things that stood out? What left your lasting impression? Oh, wow. So like, maybe some oh my gosh. What top, were your highlights? Top three things. I would say the first thing that stood out was like just how, how beautiful New Zealand is. Like you got like the, uh, the rolling green hills. It's very green. And then you've got like amazing beaches like beautiful blue teal water and and like oh my gosh so many amazing like just the, like the bird life and the, the flora and the fauna and everything like just breathtaking and like lakes and oh my gosh mountains it's got like a, quite a variety of things so i'd say the first thing would be the the um the scenery the um second thing that stood out to me was just how amazing the people are and how just down to earth and hospitable they are. I really made like a lot of friends through this trip and friends that I'll keep with probably like with my whole life and friends I'll stay in contact with. And the third thing about New Zealand, like, oh my gosh, wow, just, it's hard to pick, the, it's hard to pick, but um, I think just the experience in itself, like, Oh, like, uh, the third thing would just be the whole experience of um, conquering my fear. Yeah, um, struggles I had would be, um, yeah, I definitely had some issues with my uh, work. I, I um, lost my job in Taranga. Like, 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 they said they didn't need me after a few weeks, and then I ended up going to Wellington because I had another job. And oh my gosh, that was really not good because this 
I didn't check the reviews for the hostel and they had like one star review and I ended up working for them for a whole week and then found out that they didn't pay for training so I never got paid so, I, so that was pretty like I was pretty uh, choked up about that right I, I just thought that was really not cool at all right so I said and then just things like um feeling homesick and sometimes like solo female solo travel can be amazing right like traveling on your own like it's, it's very empowering and everything and you meet so many people but um it can get lonely at times but the good thing is that the loneliness passes it doesn't last long you, you always something good comes along to get you out of the loneliness right or you get encouraged by a friend or you see something beautiful and it, yeah so I say yeah the, the, the loneliness the job the ups and downs with the job and yeah those those that, that would have been my top like my top struggles and so, sometimes with my like like the depression kind of creeped in a little bit but not like seriously but just a little bit yeah so uh Kara, obviously with any trip is uh not uh, do activities and uh, hiking and uh, skydiving, bungee jumping, that kind of adventure sports, but there's also the food. Uh, uh, one of the uh, uh, world. And of course, uh, New Zealand food isn't as famous. You don't see New Zealand uh, restaurants in every corner of the world. Uh, <laughs> the North and the South Island of New Zealand so far. Oh, wow. So, um, food. Meat pies, meat pies are really good. Um, New Zealand lamb, like the, my um, family friends maybe like this lamb dish, it was really good. And, and oh, their coffee's pretty good, it's pretty strong. Yeah, they don't have like filtered coffee. Well, well they do, but like not, it's, it's not like standard to go ask for a filtered coffee. They'd have like, um, like flat whites and long blacks. And I say the coffee was pretty, pretty cool. Yeah. And of course, uh, you can't, uh, you know, uh, deny those delicious the world. Uh, tell us about uh, what tips or advice would you give to someone who's maybe coming to New Zealand for the first time? Uh, Marvin, uh, what advice would you give them to newbie, newbie New Zealand travelers? Oh my goodness, yeah. So um, make sure it's it's not a cheap country. Yeah, but like definitely like there's things that like petrol is really like gas is really expensive. Like filling up your car, um, coffee is expensive, food's expensive because they have to ship it onto the onto they have to ship it overseas, right? unless it's like their local like dairy or whatever right but like so be prepared with like to be like if you're budgeting just budget a little extra to overcompensate for because it can be quite certain things can be quite expensive it's not a cheap country and and um i know like certain things like ferries like taking the ferry from the north island to the south island was like it was like 60 bucks for so there's definitely like 
yeah, it's like not cheap, but um, be prepared. And if you're gonna do like a camper van uh, trip, make sure you know who you're getting the car from. Cause I know I talked to some travelers who had found like a really like, they, they had got ripped off and their car broke down. So, so um, maybe make sure you go through a reputable, if you're gonna do the camper van option, go through a reputable country, or, uh, pardon me, company, not country. And um, yeah. Um, and there's like little apps. There's, if you want to go camping, there's like an app you can get. Just just Google um camping New Zealand and the app. I forget what the app's called, but it'll show you where all the campsites are. I used it to camp in Matamata when I went to Hobbit Town. Yeah, I went to Hobbit Town. That was pretty cool. <laughs> and um, yeah, so oh man, there's just so many, much I could say. Just um, be prepared to have a really good time, and uh, yeah. Um, tell us about how people can find out about you on your blog, your website, your social media. Uh, how can they connect with you? Well, my blog is called Creative Heart Travel, so just you can find me at www.creativehearttravel.com. Yeah, and I'm I'm at Creative Heart Travel on Twitter and Instagram and Creative Heart Travel on Facebook. Awesome, and I actually have those links below. Uh, so as I mentioned at the beginning of the interview, this is uh, during in New Zealand, and we'll do the after in a couple months about uh, what Sarah's up to, uh, what is she reflected on and learned and absorbed, and then where this first ever part interview on Digital Nomad Mastery, and it was just definitely a joy and an honor uh, to have Kara as uh, first three-parter. So thank you, Kara. Thanks, Ricky. And sunny weather to look forward. We had a little bit of Wi-Fi hiccups, but hey, life is a digital man means you're never going to have perfect Wi-Fi. So follow us. Documenting our trip here in Asia and in the Philippines and beyond. Uh, so make sure you check us out at uh, dailyblogger.com. It's a no man. And even in your new business in the works, a little bit of teaser housing. So see. Adios. Ciao. That's Lego and in Filipino. Bye, guys.